What's going on, you beautiful human? You're listening to the Spiritual Show podcast from thespiritualroom.co. This podcast is a space where we blend ancient wisdom with new age teachings around spirituality, awakening, quantum physics, astrology, and more. Join us for weekly episodes where we dive deep into this truth and expand our consciousness as a collective. Hey, what's going on, you beautiful light being? My name is Danielle Grant, and I'll be your guide on today's Spiritual Show. Today on our show, we will be continuing our conversation on understanding and explaining soul contracts and specifically coming from the soul contract that you have with others. This conversation is part two of the soul contract series. If you'd like to listen to part one, it's the previous episode number 15. And before we get into this today, I do want to invite you to join us over on Instagram at thespiritualroom.co and feel free to go ahead and take a screenshot of listening to the episode right now share it with your story, share it with your community, take us in it, because we love to feature those that are in our community. And as we're building out the spiritual room, it uh, it really matters to us to see when people are listening to it, because we know that there are many new people here, and we are welcome to see you. We're welcome. We are happy to see you. And we would love to see you over on the Instagram as well. All right, let's go ahead and roll into today's show on soul contracts. This podcast is brought to you by The Spiritual Room. The Spiritual Room is a high vibe container helping you awaken, deepen, and expand your knowledge of the spiritual self. The Spiritual Room is your space to feel supported as you awaken to your highest self as we navigate the energies towards the new earth, an earth of higher consciousness. Every month, The Spiritual Room hosts free and paid offerings to support your spiritual awakening and ascension journey. Head to www.thespiritualroom.co to check out what they have going on this month. Before we get started, I wanted to remind you of my latest offering at The Spiritual Room, Reclaim Your Higher Self. This is an amazing program, and if you aren't in it, you should consider being in it. But what it is, is it is a two and a half hour workshop providing you the fundamentals on how to reclaim the highest aspect of yourself. And what follows the workshop is a 30-day mindfulness experience on The Spiritual Room app, The experience includes a daily meditation, reflection prompts, and a daily expanded thought for 30 days. The app part of Reclaim Your Higher Self is where you get to apply what you learned in the workshop and create magic with the mindfulness that you create. If this is speaking to you, I'm inviting you now to click that link in the show notes and register today. The workshop and app are ready and waiting for you. And this weekend, Saturday, March 12th, is our next live Q&A. So if you feel called to that, click the link in the show notes and go ahead and register for this offering. That's all for the announcements today. On last week's episode, episode number 15, I was starting to introduce the idea of soul contracts. And in that episode, I was specifically talking about the perspective of soul contracts and the contract that you have made with yourself before you came into this world, into this life. But the other side of the soul contracts is is people in your life who are part of that soul contract. And today I want to dive into this understanding of that, but not only from the perspective of the people in your life that are part of your soul contract to help you ascend, but also to help you see how you are part of someone else's soul contract. So like I said in the last episode, I was talking about the soul contract of self and how you made contracts with other beings, other experiences, before you came into this lifetime, and the purpose of your lifetime is to align with those timelines, align with those soul contracts. And sometimes we don't align to them. And that's why we have resistance in our life, or we have negativity is because we somehow some way ended up into 
a different timeline, which doesn't mean that you can't come out of it. But oftentimes when we're in places of resistance or an experience that we don't necessarily want to be in, it's typically because we somehow broke out of that soul contract because we allowed our human to take a different route. And through that experience, we see the resistance, which actually allows us to awaken to it, which gives us the ability to hop back into that soul contract or that timeline ascension and your growth. So where in your life do you see how you are showing up to help somebody else complete a contract that they created for themselves? How are you showing up for someone else in your life to help them complete a contract or to see a contract or to live in a certain contract? How are you and who in your life is that experience looking like? I was having a conversation with somebody this morning who is in a leadership position, and I was sharing this idea of soul contracts with him. And I was coming from the perspective that, hey, remember that all of these people are in your life for a reason, and you are here to fulfill a certain contract for them. Again, not putting pressure on you that you need to figure it out, just knowing that that is exactly what the world means by everything happens for a reason. I'm obviously in your life for a reason. That dialogue comes from the place of soul contracts, right? So you listening to this right now is part of your soul contract, and I am the one that gets to facilitate that. Why I want to highlight this is because we grow in our own soul contracts when we help other people grow as well. And oftentimes our human self or ego self can get into this mindset, this place of selfishness. And selfishness is actually a very good thing if it's done in a conscious aspect. But if it's done through the ego, it's all about me, 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 me. When you come from this perspective of how am I actually supporting this person in their life? Can I see the higher purpose in this? You allow yourself to grow that much greater. Because now you're removing that ego aspect of me, 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 me. And it's how do I support this person? How do I help this person? And just that very experience allows you to ascend. So think about it in your life and even spending time to think about how other people have impacted your life and how and actually taking a step back and seeing like, oh, I see so clearly now why that happened and why that person offered me that experience or whatever it is, is allowing you to facilitate your soul contract. Because oftentimes we get frustrated why things happen, especially if they don't go our way. But we must remember, as I mentioned in the previous episode, we need those experiences to allow us the opportunity to shift into that higher timeline or to shift into that next contract that we're supposed to have. It's not always sunshine and rainbows. In fact, more often than not, it's not. And again, if I use myself as an example and I go one step deeper, one of the things I've had to settle into in my own career is understanding that I'm going to rattle people, understanding that I'm probably going to tell someone's human self something that they don't want to hear. And when you are someone who delivers that information to people, it challenges my human self a lot because I kind of am like, man, you shouldn't be saying that or like that was kind of intense. But what I have come to learn and ground myself in is that's actually the very experience that I was that my contract was for for that. And if it wasn't me being willing to stand in that place with so much conviction that I know that if I show you something that you don't think you want to see, but that's the thing that you need to see, that that's the thing that you allowed, that that's the thing that allowed you to grow. If I don't sit in that place, you're probably not going to grow. If I sit in that place, we are both going to grow. And so when you kind of come from this and it's like, man, that experience with a friend or someone in the family, or it's like, I really want to speak my truth, or I really want to say like what they need to hear. 
please know and understand that that is serving them more if you lean into that than anything. Because once again, that is the contract that you're here to have with them. And contracts aren't short term all the time. Sometimes you're in friendships for 20, 30 years, and there's lots of experiences in there. And then all of a sudden they end after 30 years. It typically isn't because of any other reason than the sole contract ended. But the human wants to believe something else. The human wants to believe like the friendship ended or they were a bad person or that experience was terrible. The reality of it is it isn't. It's just that that contract was over and that friendship is now done. And sometimes the contract can come back. Like sometimes people leave our lives for 10, 15 years and they come back. But the contracts are all different, which is why you don't want to sit in this place that every contract's the same. They're not all just positive. They're positive and negative. But really seeing what are the contracts I've had in my life that allowed me to fulfill something and what that looks like is an experience that challenged you when looking back, you're like, oh, I see exactly why that had to happen in order for me to be here today, right? That's the whole soul contract concept. So spending a little bit more time in this place and just getting really specific on what kind of contracts are in your life, not only for you, but how you are part of someone else's contract, which again, this is the opposite of the conversation that I presented last week in episode number 15. That one was all about you fulfilling your own soul contracts as a singular person. Now I'm taking it as you as the singular soul fulfilling contracts for other people, right? Because it's a two-way street. One of the things I also want to highlight is understanding that when we're in a soul contract or an experience that challenges us, that is typically provided to us to see how our reaction is. Can we offer ourselves some grace? Can we offer the other person forgiveness, understanding that I'm just here to help them see that and it's uncomfortable for them and they don't know how to respond and they don't know how to react, but I'm personally not going to hold any resentment towards them. I'm going to hold some space and grounding for them to see the greatest version of themselves. How are you choosing to respond to those things? Because that's going to make a difference as well. And again, if I go back to my example of me being the coach that kind of shows you what you don't want to see, I have to hold space for that person to realize that experience. And that can be difficult on my end because your ego wants to judge it. Your ego wants to be frustrated with them. Your ego wants to just shake them and be like, hello. But I can't sit in that place because that's not my contract to sit in. My contract to sit in is I provided that experience because they needed it to ascend to their next level. And that allows me to sit in a place of certainty. And that is what helps me ascend. But more than that, again, that's what helps that person realize their soul contract because they're not feeling any judgment on your end. They're not feeling like they did something wrong because you're not sitting in a place of feeling like that. You're sitting in a place of understanding this is the best for you. This is the best possible thing for you. And sometimes even when I'm like giving some really hard truth, I will sit in the place of this is the best thing for this person. This is the best possible place, situation, experience. And I'm just going to keep leaning into it because I know that this is what I'm here for. I'm here to offer them the soul contract so that they can ascend. So I don't know what you got going on in your life or what, what you have, but taking the time to do this reflection, taking the time to see the contracts that are in your life today, where you're helping other people is going to help you ascend. And that's the most important thing to realize. The other thing to realize is when any soul contract happens, it's for a higher purpose. It's for a reason. 
And so what's the point in getting frustrated with it? Like, okay, yes, your ego is going to freak out and you're going to be frustrated and negative. But from a higher perspective, what is the point in that? There is no point. And that's the very thing that we're talking about ascending beyond. That experience was designed to happen for a reason. It was designed to happen for a reason. The way the person talked to you was the exact way it was supposed to happen, even if you don't like it. So when you look at those experiences from that lens of like, this was exactly how it was supposed to be, even if it was something I never really thought that I wanted, you won't allow the ego to attach so much to that experience and you can transmute it and you can clear it a lot faster. So just this understanding of soul contracts and understanding how literally everything in your life is happening for a reason, positive or negative, and seeing it through this lens of like, what do I need to extract out of this experience? What do I need to learn? What do I need to make peace with? What do I need to neutralize? Allows you to make that ascension within your own journey. And this might be a very new concept for you, and that's totally cool. I recommend you go back and listen to the previous one. Listen to the one that I'm going to put out next week, which is talking about how other people are offering you soul contracts, right? It's the opposite of this conversation today. And I even encourage you to put some pen to paper and journal it out. What are the soul contracts that are present in my life today where I am helping other people realize their soul contract? Where am I feeling like I want to tell someone the truth or tell something, some, somebody something that I think they won't like? Look at that experience. There's a reason why you're being guided and led to, to have that conversation or to have that experience. And oftentimes the ego gets in this place of fear, like, ah, I don't want to do it. That's happening because it's exactly what that other person needs. But your ego understands that frequency and that energy within you. And so it tries to hold you back from doing that. Well, what's actually happening is it's stalling you from completing that soul contract, not only for them, but for you as well. And that's why it's really important to look at this stuff. Because when you stop fulfilling the contracts for other people, like I said, you start to stifle yourself. You start to not allow yourself to fulfill your own soul contracts. So this is a really, really big thing for people to understand and realize But it's also this whole concept of like really removing the human aspect and understanding that every single thing in your life is happening in complete divine timing and in complete divine support. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to just share a totally divinely guided moment with you because right when I finished recording today's podcast episode, I somehow, someway had my microphone cord wrapped around my leg and my microphone broke, basically the cord ripped out. And in the moment I was like, oh man, I was so frustrated. But then I was like, yo, you just literally recorded a podcast talking about how everything was in divine time and in divine whatever. Obviously this is happening for a reason. You know, there was a contract for this reason. And what ended up happening was my partner and I went to the store and we upgraded my microphone. And you really can't look at it for any other reason than literally everything is happening for a reason. Was Were we excited to go buy a new microphone? No, we weren't. But it was what was happening and we were rolling with it. But if I look from the higher perspective on that, the higher perspective on that is that that microphone was causing me problems for over a year and I was refusing to upgrade it. So obviously there was a contract within that, that there needed to be a point where enough was enough and I would do whatever I needed to do to break the microphone. And then I would be in a position where I would be out getting a new microphone, which would actually be solving a problem that I've had for over a year. So soul soul contracts show up in every single different way. This one was a completely different one than like having a conversation with another person. But the contract obviously was the microphone was supposed to break at this time 
because I'm ascending into a new level and that microphone was not going to make it into the new level. And how else was I going to get rid of it other than it actually breaking and forcing me to go get a new one? So soul contracts are showing up in your life every single day and they are definitely intentional and on purpose. Thanks for joining me for today's show on soul contracts part two. Tune in next week where we are going to be talking about the other aspect of soul contracts, which is other people in your life providing you soul contracts, including your guides, including your angels. And I'm so excited to wrap up this three-part series and reminding you that you can head to thespiritualroom.co to check out any of our blogs and learn more about our offerings and programs. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in another episode next week. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at thespiritualroom.co and on the blog at thespiritualroom.co forward slash blog. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.